Hello and welcome to the Husky Pack Podcast. I'm your host, Don Killingbeck, and today I'm joined by no other than Alex Holtum. How are you doing, Alex? Doing great, Don. Thanks for having me on the show. Well, this is a multi-series uh, focused on innovation and what we're doing with ed tech and and how we're evolving as a school district the first episode alex kind of recap what, what are some things we talked about yeah we talked about our uh, one-to-one chromebook uh, process and then also we talked a lot about our uh, classroom technology and all the different pieces of uh, software and all the cool technology hardware that's in all the classrooms well, you know, it's nice to have all those things. In in this episode, you know, we want to talk about two things. One, access and equitable access. What are we doing to make sure kids have that? And then the Lockwood STEM Center, which is kind of a, a big thing. Um, so let's start off with equitable access. This this kind of launched, I think, prior to the pandemic. Even having one to one devices uh, kind of screams equitable access. You're trying to make sure that kids all have the ability to connect with the technology by providing it. But Alex, what are some things that we have done to go above and beyond? Yeah, so I think the biggest part is trying to get internet access to everyone. Because without internet access, it's really hard to do homework and stay up to uh, speed with all the assignments in the classroom. So the first thing we did is survey all of our families. And then with that data, we, we decided to purchase hotspot devices so we were able to loan out hotspot devices to all families that needed them and then the next thing we did was add wi-fi in all of our parking lots so if anyone needs internet outside of school hours they're able to get internet access no matter what and then also we're working on getting wi-fi on our school buses which is awesome i think uh, especially with students with longer rides or going to and from sporting events it just adds a whole nother you know a couple hours maybe of internet access every day and then finally um, working towards a partnership with a couple township halls for adding um, wi-fi access in their parking lots which are on the the far ends of our district which would provide families a, a shorter trip to wi-fi access so as a district we uh, built out infrastructure here on our campus to the parking lots also you missed one uh the sporting venues so our outdoor sporting venues also have wi-fi we're we're looking to build that out to our township halls so stationary places that people can go and access the internet and then we've provided uh, hot spots to those who don't have wi-fi at home and then in addition to that alex the thing i'm probably most excited about is what you just mentioned, Wi-Fi on school buses. I mean, that to me is that million dollar, uh, millionaire level access. Because when you when you uh, read books or, or hear interviews from people who are super successful, and it's about their access or their ability to work while they're traveling or doing other things, and they, they're able to maximize their time. We only have 24 hours in a day, so if we can provide kids more access to be able to do work, uh, that makes their their ability to get that done even more. Yeah, that's right. And I know the, the country towns or country fields in Hemlock are really exciting to look at, but it is nice to have them be able to do something else rather yeah. than just look outside the window. So a kid's driving home on the bus or riding home on the bus, 
and they're able to do their homework for that 45 minutes or hour. Yeah, that's a considerable amount of homework time, whether it's uh, actually doing like Google Classroom assignments or um, doing some supplemental learning on you know YouTube or Khan Academy. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Alex, the, the access that we're working on is just outstanding. You know, I want to talk a little bit. We're going to shift gears. It's kind of like if you're you're driving a stick shift. It feels like, you know, that might be second gear. And I feel like we're going to go into overdrive here because we're going to talk a little bit about our STEM center. So the background there was we had a gentleman who was kind of in your position. The titles changed a little bit. And he said, let's let's build a robot barn. Had a small budget in mind. And the thing just evolved and evolved and evolved. And the next thing you know, we probably have, it's gotta be in today's terms, a million dollar plus facility for STEM and robotics. Tell me a little bit about what's going on at the STEM center every day. Oh man, so during the robotics season, which is just wrapping up, we had people out there every single day, even sometimes Sundays, um, so kids are out there learning with... Hey, i got to stop you, Alex. You said every single day and even Sunday. So every day means Monday That's through right. Sunday. So so then you're saying like in twice on Sunday. Yeah, right? yeah. So, okay. exactly. Yep. So uh, kids are out there every day learning uh, with professional mentors. So this is engineers. This is computer scientists. This is professional graphic designers. This is the real deal these these robotics students are getting access to all this high quality education outside of school hours which is great and it's not only it's not hey just um nothing but learning it's it's fun kids are having fun out there they're driving robots around flying drones uh 3d printing machining stuff i mean it is just endless opportunities out there and the cool thing is we can bring in students from a bunch of other school districts around the area um towards the end of this robotic season, we had, uh, I think it was eight school districts out from Saginaw County, Midland County, and Bay County. So it was it was fun to get everyone from the from the area out out to the STEM center. Well, that is fantastic. So, who are some of the teams that are um, that have been here? Yeah, so uh, we have we share the STEM center with four other area school districts. We have um, the Freeland. Uh, fabricators who are from Freeland High School. We have Swan Valley, uh, the Viking Bots. Then we have Merrill, Circuits of Destruction. And then finally we have St. Charles who are the underdogs. And everyone has uh, great access to the facility. They can they can uh, schedule meetings with us, practice time, because it's really the only time they have full access to a full-size first robotics field. So, Alex, you had mentioned experts. So what are some of the, the, the people in the field in our area? Where are they coming from? Where do they work at? Yeah, they come from a wide range of places. I think um, a, big, a big one is next year. We have mentors from Metrofab uh, Fabrication. And then we have, man, we have remote, remote people from Michigan Tech, from even from California in the past, really from everywhere. It's uh, really a mixed mash of people. Um, I think even some from GM, um, it's, 
it's really it's really cool just to bring everyone together. It's it's a really diverse group. So um, Alex, so the STEM Center is used every day, including Sunday. <laughs> yes. And so you know, from there, what are we doing with this space? How are we going to grow it? Is there any plans that you know of? Well, I know. Um, well, you know, you mentioned that it was going to be just a barn up front, and it, it's evolved into much more than that, and into more than we could have ever imagined. But the problem is with with when you bring in like eight school districts, there's there's not a whole lot of room in there. Mm-hmm. And we're at 5,700 square feet of uh, of space, and it'd be nice to have some some additional room for maybe a classroom or two. Um, a programming lab, 3D printer space. It's just good to uh, get a protected space for even like um, elementary or middle school students to uh, to learn STEM in a safe location because you know the the full robotics field takes up a big portion of the facility. It does actually. You know, it is a big big space. Now we do more than robotics in there though. So this summer, this past summer, we did camps. This next summer, we did cam- we're going to be doing camps. Uh, what are some things that kids are learning in there at the STEM Center besides robotics? Yeah, so we had a lot of great presenters out out this past summer, um, and we had people from Dow to come in and learn, I mean, everything about STEM, really just everything. There's, uh, whether it's uh, chemistry or, um, you know, the intro to the engineering process. It's not just about building a robot out there. It's about learning everything about STEM. And that's why, I mean, that's, it's called the STEM center for a reason. And I think that's really just the beginning. I think this summer, I think it's going to be busy out there every single week. And yeah, the, the future is really bright out there. Well, what I love is, um, you know, it's got that outdoor patio. It's got a, a very summer, vibe going on you can go out there and hang out it does have air conditioning so people there's no excuse to not be in there this summer and so we're very excited about that well alex this kind of concludes our our second episode about innovation we're going to come back and we're going to talk about some of the other great things that are going on in the district and where we're headed as as uh as innovators what's the number one thing that you're working on right now for innovation that we kind of tease the audience yeah, so I think the biggest thing is um, the next big piece of classroom technology, which is... Oh, Alex, we're not going to tell them. We're, we're holding that. Because, folks, we want you to tune in. The next episode's going to be uh, dropping in a few weeks. Make sure you uh, pay attention because Alex in the next episode is going to tell you what the next big thing for classroom technology is here at Hemlock Public School District. We're going to be demoing it. Uh, maybe even between now and then. So we're very excited. I'm sorry to cut Alex short there. Any parting words, Alex? <laughs> no, I think I think uh, just thank a big thank you to everyone listening, and uh, look forward to the next next episode to find out the next big thing. Well, we are excited about this episode of the Husky Pack Podcast, and invite you to tune in again. Have a wonderful day, folks, and go Huskies.